As this is our 30th episode, we're happy to announce we're going to be running a little competition this time. So just leave us a message on Twitter at CTHCast. Maybe tell us what your favourite episode was or suggest something for us to review in an upcoming episode. Message us before the end of November for a chance to win a copy of Satellite Rain on PC. Welcome to Connecting to Host, your co-op and multiplayer gaming podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Overcooked, a chaotic couch co-op cooking game for one to four players. Working as a team, you and your fellow chefs must prepare, cook and serve up a variety of tasty orders before the baying customers storm out in a huff. That's baying, not paying. <laughs> <laughs> like all those people queuing for iPhone 10s this week. Oh, topical, um, topical. <laughs> a little bit of common day thing. <laughs> uh, so you can pick up uh, Overcooked on Steam for £13. Uh, you can add four more pounds to add the Lost Morsel DLC. <laughs> you see what they did there? You can pretty much pick it up the same on all platforms at the moment, and it's the slightly more expensive on Switch at £18, but that's become because it comes with the DLC. So it's available on Xbox, PS4, PC, and Switch. So pretty much anything that has a controller. Uh, we've played it together in Couch Co-op on a gaming PC, but you've already played it on the Switch a little bit too, right, Ben? Yeah, I played it on the Switch single player and with my good lady wife, mm-hmm. which was cool. a harrowing experience <laughs> due to the frame rate. <clears throat> uh-huh. Of course, uh, of course. So why don't you tell uh, us a bit about the game, Ben? Sure. So um, first of all, I should mention the very, very loose plot um, in which you're basically helping some sort of onion king save the world by feeding a monster that needs to eat a lot. I mean, I, I really didn't understand <laughs> it. There were a lot of flashbacks. You, you go back in time to become a better chef. Like you're chopping up onions at one point and he's just sat there with like a dog in a fireplace. It's, it's very, very funny. Um, but I guess that's shallot. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Wait a week for that one. <laughs> so, the basic gameplay is that you have a kitchen that you are working in. In single player, you have two players that you jump between um, as and when you want to. But in multiplayer, you obviously have a character each. Um, they're different kitchens, and they've all got various little stations that you can operate. Um, and these include things. Uh, so first of all, there's a food dispenser. So it's like a little crate with a picture of an ingredient on it, be that lettuce, tomatoes, meat. Um, then you have chopping boards. So if you carry the food and put it on a chopping board and interact with it, you'll start cutting it up. So if it's lettuce, you have to cut it up before it can be used in a salad, or you have to chop onions up before they can be used in a soup. Um, there's cooking pots which you put the chopped ingredients into and then after a little while a soup will be ready so if you put like three onions in a cooking pot and then leave it for like about five ten seconds I guess then it goes bing and then there's a soup Uh, but if you leave it too long it goes and then it catches fire Um, so at that point you need to pick up a fire extinguisher and you can put fires out everywhere and chuck stuff away in little bins Uh, but the main point is that you then take 
your cooked ingredients, serve it onto a clean plate, slap it out of um, what are those things called? It's like a little galley window that you put mm. it out so it gets to the guests. And then after a pretty more like 15 seconds, the plate will come back um, and then you need to wash it up. So you take it to a little washing up bowl and then you wash it up. And the basic premise is that there are lots of things to do and each of them has an interaction time, which might be five to eight seconds. If it were a freemium game, they'd range from <laughs> one minute to four hours and you could pay tokens to speed it up. But this is, you know, a real game. So instead, it just takes a small amount of time. Um, <clears throat> so essentially what happens is that you get orders that fill up along the top of the screen um, and you have limited time to do each one. So it might come along and say, okay, an onion soup, a tomato soup, an onion soup. And so you want to kind of do them in order because if you try and get clever and do stuff that's further down the line, then they get impatient and then they pay less money um, or they just run away and then you have to, you're obviously backing up and uh, you're going to start making other orders late. So the whole but thing I guess is. The, there's the odd occasion where you've got some ingredients backed up in the kitchen that you've maybe prepared too many of. Yeah. And normally, you do them out of order. Yeah. yeah but, normally when we've cocked up, and we just yeah. <laughs> put the wrong plate out earlier. It's like, oh shit, someone wanted that. Oh no. You essentially have to juggle um, various things, be it cutting, stirring, cooking, serving, cleaning, all whilst trying to optimize for efficiency. And the biggest problem is bumping into each other because there's also very tricky level design whereby it's like little single corridors. So you can't magically go through someone else. Um, you would just bump into them. And on some levels, if you bump into someone, they'll fall off the platform you're on. So there's like a, <laughs> a whole kitchen on an iceberg. And if you smack into the other player, they just slide off and then they die for 10 seconds. It's like, oh, it's <laughs> painful. Uh, so each level ups the ante significantly by introducing uh, more and more complex recipes and variations. So one of the later levels, you start doing pizzas and they're all fairly basic that you've got a base a sauce, a cheese, a topping, mm. but there's all different toppings and the people get more and more impatient and you're moving around this crazy level trying to do it all. Uh, and the environment's changed to become more difficult as well, which I'm sure you'll, you'll walk us through in a minute, John. Yeah. Um, the final thing to mention really is that uh, each level you get a rating out of three stars um, and that's based on basically how much money you make. So for every ingredient you get out, I think you get paid like 20 dollars or whatever i don't remember but you, you get paid a certain amount when you put a dish out and if it's early you get a tip but if it's late you get docked like ten dollars and mm. but you still have to give it to them and then if you're really late then they just fuck off and you lose another ten dollars so you're down twenty dollars <laughs> rather than making twenty um and there's uh, sort of tiers that you like oh if you've made two hundred dollars in this particular level you get three stars um and you need these stars because you can't progress well, I think you need a minimum of one star to even complete the level and go to the next yeah. one. But then to unlock later chapters in the game, you have to have reached certain milestones. They're basically the stars from Mario 64. That's the way to yeah. think of it. But it's it's very... It, I'll mention this now briefly just while I think about it. It is very iPhone freemium game-like in the sense mm. of timers, uh, the graphics, the moving around, the very short you know, five-minute games, um, and you end up doing everything out of three stars at the end um, but it's not on iOS which is actually a shame it would be quite good 
could be quite a good game because you could actually control two people at once on iOS quite easily because you could use just a finger each to move, tap, and do stuff, whereas you yeah. can't really do that on PC. It's much more difficult. You, you can't control two people with a mouse. Especially with the joystick, but it's tricky. But in any case, tell us more, John, about the multiplayer stuffs. Certainly will. So uh, the multiplayer offering is local co-op only. Uh, two to four players. Um, obviously one player, but that's not co-op. Uh, and each of you takes control of a separate cook in the kitchen. So there's, I think there's like five or six to start with, and you unlock a few more as you go along. But you, you know, one of them is like a little fox guy. That's the one I always used to play. Um, yeah. Can't remember which one you used to play, but I had one, one of the glasses. Aha! Uh-huh. I see what you did. I was, yeah. <laughs> it's important important to note that they they're only different aesthetically. They have, yeah, like they don't have stats or anything like that. It'd be a shame actually. It'd be quite good if they did have stats like increased movement speed or chopping speed or something like that. It'd be kind mm. of interesting to mix it up, but it doesn't. So. Bit more variety, which I would have oh, liked, but it would have been nice, would have been nice for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so leveling you each up. take, <laughs> oh, yeah, leveling, I like it, all the, all the right elements there. We, we, we should build, we should build Overcook too, that's, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so each of you takes control of a, of a separate cook in the kitchen, and you logically try to kind of divide the tasks up, I guess. So, one of you might get the ingredients and put them on the counter in the middle. So on the earlier levels, there's a fairly, usually a fairly clear division of labor. So you might get the ingredients out. I'll chop them all up. I'll put the chopped up ingredients in a pot. Then you serve the pot up into the bowl and give it to the customer. And then one of us does the dirty laundry or the dirty dishes, whatever the fuck we can fit it in. <laughs> dirty um, laundry? You're soiling yourself in the kitchen. <laughs> well, you're going to get your properly excited when you're cooking, off. right? <laughs> Uh, but yes, yeah, so you start to logically divide tasks up, which sounds like something where you're going to be like, huh, this is this is a fairly laborious and obvious and easy breaking up of tasks, but it never works out that way. You always start with a really rigid plan. You do this, I do that, it's going to be great. And about 30 seconds in, one of you is like, well, I'm just waiting, so I guess I'll go and do this thing next. <laughs> and then everything goes to shit and everyone's just running around chaotically going, oh, but now I, oh, now I didn't cook the burger, but I need to make a burger. Shit, shit, shit. Or the frying pan's on fire or the, the soup's boiling over. Um, so <laughs> we, we really went me. into it feeling much cleverer than we were. And that we sort of went straight, well, well, I have a PhD in maths, and you know, yeah, I, I'm an advanced iPhone developer working on complex problems. Every this little child's play, we could divide this manual labor, but oh my god, it's all on fire! <laughs> they do that as well. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean we have to wash the dishes? We're cooking, damn it. <laughs> I'll um, briefly mention at this point that while it is local co-op, we did try to play it over NVIDIA GameStream a little bit, <laughs> and uh, it worked great for about seven minutes, <laughs> and then it all went to shit. Um, I it think... worked great apart from I had no audio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was oh, the one whose machine was streaming it. <laughs> oh, you're right, because we couldn't play it with NVIDIA GameStream, right? There was something yes. super weird we had to do. Like we had to use the we, Steam. We set up like a LAN, and so you were connecting to me as if you were an Nvidia Shield. Ah, uh, like, yeah, streaming that it was to it. my living room, but I was streaming we used, it to you in Sweden. We used Moonlight, didn't we? We used the Moonlight thing. Well, no, it was games. It was Nvidia's game stream, but not the not Shadow Play. What do they call the one where it's 
co-op. That's not game stream. Game stream's a different thing. Yeah, they the one have, I used to stream to the Shield. They have one for streaming to the NVIDIA hardware on your local network, and they have another one which is meant to be over the internet, PC to PC. But that one wasn't supported. No. Because if it was, I think it would have worked pretty well from the taster that we had from using the kind of to the shield game streaming but that just was a bit flaky i mean we were using a third party plugin to try and emulate an nvidia shield and and it kind of worked but it wasn't reliable enough to play especially in a game like this where you've got to be quick but i think with a real game stream if they ever added support for it it would work pretty well but they haven't so uh so local co-op only essentially is the the gist here um so the target score actually changes a little bit depending on how many people are in the level, which is nice. And while, again, we say it sounds straightforward, but on the earlier levels, like you mentioned, there's there's some interesting choke points. So it starts off and you think, okay, we're getting the hang of this. And then you realize on the levels, oh, there's only this corridor is only one wide. And if you bump into each other, there's a fairly significant penalty as you kind of bounce back a little bit and it takes a few seconds to readjust your course. Uh, but then it's still not too challenging and then the game just goes batshit crazy <laughs> like to start with maybe oh. you, you're playing a level and you think oh this level's not too bad and then 30 seconds in the screen starts to shake a little bit you're like huh interesting what's going on and then all all the stuff on the screen just slides from one side to the other like a bunch of tables slide down the middle of the level to the other completely changing up all the routes you can take around the level and, and basically who needs to do what so i don't have access to the ingredients anymore so the oh john will cut all the ingredients plan is straight out the window and you're like oh <laughs> really the best tactic was to start a level do nothing and just watch it for a minute to see what shit was going to happen and then restart it on the basis that okay 40 seconds in we're going to have to switch roles constantly mm. it's good to know that and uh, it does mean the second run is, is much better than the first but that that was also very fun to see yeah. those things happen because there are a lot of different things that can happen and on some levels you're like in a truck on the road and you're like okay what's what's going to happen and then another truck comes along and like parks up next to you but only for 30 seconds then it moves off you're like aha now it makes sense but oh jesus <laughs> the, the ones where you literally got separated were the worst where they were yeah. like two kitchens either because an earthquake was happening or the trucks moving around i we'd constantly just finish a level and just be like amazed that we'd got two stars <laughs> or sometimes three and just go this this is not an optimal layout for a working kitchen no one works this way <laughs> gordon ramsay isn't doing like one of his like things where he goes around trying to cure people's terrible kitchens it's usually just because they're shit at cooking or they yeah. don't clean properly or they buy their ingredients at sainsbury's rather than wholesale he's never had to go somewhere where there's two trucks next to each other <laughs> and a guy jumping between them bringing ingredients for the other one to cook because he doesn't have a chopping board on his side it's a very strange game and to that a bloody onion king dancing yeah. around every so often and it's it's <laughs> odd <laughs> Wonderfully charming, I guess we would call it. Like you, Ben. <laughs> it's wonderfully charming. It's fucking bizarre. <laughs> okay, still like you, though, Ben. Oh. Oh. Uh, great. I mean, that pretty much sums up the game, I think. There's not, yeah, not a exactly. huge amount more to say. That's uh, It's a pretty simple game, but it's definitely not simple to get into. But maybe we should go on to our, our likes and dislikes, and maybe you can kick it off, Ben. As Meatloaf once famously said, you uh, took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say, simple to play, difficult to master. That is the hallmark of this game. The mechanics are ridiculously straightforward. The number of controls on 
Um, I mean, we both played with the controller. We didn't piss around with the keyboard because that's just asking for trouble. Um, but I think there's like two buttons you use, like pick up, drop is the same button, and then dash is another mm. button, uh, and then analog stick. There's nothing beyond that. Um, so it is very easy, and it looks simple, and then it becomes nightmarishly, horrendously <laughs> difficult. Uh, but it is massive. It, it's it works very very well as a couch co-op experience because there is a certain it's more fun being sat next to someone pointing them going go chop that chop the chop the fucking onion john chop, <laughs> we gotta get this food out what are I'm you, just what finishing, are you doing I'm just finishing this so tomato well. it doesn't work so well in uh remote co-op where i can't physically punch you when you haven't <laughs> done what i've told you to and uh, as someone who i, I think i have a tendency to like to be controlling um i enjoyed the game for the fact that i got to shout at you and tell you <laughs> to do certain things and then you'd be like i'm just sat here for 20 seconds doing nothing like, why are you doing nothing cut something chop it's you're something in, it's because you're in the way ben and you'd be like oh <laughs> shit yeah <laughs> or i'm in a different truck <laughs> so yeah it's uh, a, a good a nice level of difficulty such that it is enjoyable and frustrating but frustrating in a fun way like uh, not quite like Cuphead where it's just repeat 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 because mm. you know you're terrible and you need to be better at it it's much more of a you get this on the second go I don't think we have had to replay a game three or four times no um, you'd always normally get it on the second time but it was still a lot of fun yeah yeah, I think I, I, I agree. I agree, sir. Um, yeah, I think an important critical part of the control scheme is your mouth in this game. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much like stop talking and nobody explodes. <laughs> Apart from in this case, it's keep talking or nobody eats. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it should have been called. I like it. <laughs> uh, so my first like is the overall progression. <laughs> I'm going to try and skip the V word. But there's a, a lot of things to mix it up. So um, as you go through the levels, they, they start off, like we said, fairly simple, fairly normal, like a kitchen in a building. And then they just start to progress through the different worlds. There's penguins running around on some icebergs. Maybe you're cooking pizzas or on a space station throwing food around. Uh, so the, the levels are really nice and varied. But more than just aesthetically, they add new mechanics and interesting things to mess with the gameplay and that's what's really nice i mean the recipes change as well which is good and there's new ways to cook like you have to start cooking pizza later on but the core mechanics of the cooking is nearly always pretty similar you just have to memorize more recipes and ways to cook but the levels are pretty genius i think i, I really like the way you know you start to slide around and you can dash but you still have to make sure you don't fall off the edge because that's a huge time penalty and then you might drop your pizza and have to recook it so uh and all of this on top of the manic running around and shouting at each other. Yeah, it's a it's a great experience. So. I always liked the way that whenever we started a level, you would literally look at it and go, right, what bullshittery is going to happen on this <laughs> level? Because <laughs> you always knew there was something. Um, and like, I, I think it was the first one we got pizza. It was like basically 
supposed to be like in the lobby of the um, Tower of Terror at Disney World, mm. where it like had these big furnaces, <laughs> and we're like, hmm, this doesn't seem too bad. And then like bits of the counters would just get ghost-like figures and just lift up and teleport over, and then all the lights would go out for a bit as well. So it was again. <laughs> Very much like Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, where it'd be like, oh, there's suddenly no light for five seconds, yeah. which makes this much harder. <laughs> um, yes, the level variety is very, very good. And and to be fair, the um, it takes a little while, but the cooking ingredients do mix up nicely as well. Like, you go from cut three, put them in a pot, right up to, you know, hammering out meat to then cook on a frying pan to then put it uh, what was that with that burgers that one wasn't it yeah you had to hammer mm. it out and then yeah tenderize them but that one was on a really weird level with conveyor belts going around so I had to put them on a conveyor belt for you to pick up like a yo sushi bar and you just yeah. like pick up all these things and I'd be like why why is my malleted beef coming back go <laughs> <laughs> pick it up you sent me 14 burger buns <laughs> Oh god! I really wish this was a remote game. I want to play it now. Yeah, yeah. And every time oh. you sit back and think, you go, "It wasn't that complicated." I'm it sure we could fun. do it now. I'm sure we could just finish the levels with no arguing. But as soon as you start playing it, you sure can do it now after a bottle of wine. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh. I was going to follow up on that anyway and just say um, that there are a huge amount of levels um, and quite a lot of DLC as well, um, both a paid one. Uh, and there's a free seasonal one. So when I played on the Switch with my wife, uh, we actually spent around an hour playing the... Uh, I can't remember what the seasonal one's called. It was a good Christmas pun. Uh, I forget what it's called. But anyway, um, it was like a Christmas-themed one. And it was almost the same sort of stuff. But you were you know, cooking a turkey or mm. making mince pies and stuff like that. And it was, it was really good. Really, really nicely put yeah. together. Um, so there is a lot of... I think there's a lot of mileage in the sense of there are lots of levels and they're all very different, but I think you could also just replay the same levels again and it would still be fun because mm. you can't really learn them <laughs> in a sense. It's still going to be chaotic. Yeah. Um, so I think, um, yeah, lots to enjoy. There's a lot of a lot of mileage in it. Nice. My last like is I just wanted to commend the overall frantic and chaotic gameplay. I think we've given a good impression of that now, but um, <laughs> I think there's a nice feeling of there is an underlying strategy which you can build on, even with all the chaos going on. And if you when you knuckle that down for a level, you kind of ace the level. Uh, and it's genuinely designed for cooperative play, which is pretty rare these days. It's you know, from the ground up, it feels like a game that's been built for two, three, or four players to enjoy together. And I think that really shows, you know, so. Yeah, that's my last like. On to the dislikes then. So, uh, my first one, this is, I was upset because I'd heard about this game. I think I might have even already owned it, but I'd forgotten I already owned (laughs) it. And it came to the Switch at a time when there was very little on the Switch. And I was like, oh, yes, I wanted to play this. This would be great. I get it. Um, the frame rate, my god, it literally, honestly, during gameplay, probably twenty FPS. I don't think it, I don't think it was even thirty. It was it was juddery. It's like the big. It, if you set fire to some grass, 
in Breath of the Wild whilst in docked mode. That's the frame rate you can expect. <laughs> For all 22 the time. FPS. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Um, and then um, you've put a note here in the uh, in, in our show notes. Has this been patched? No. No. There's uh-huh. never been a patch for the Switch version. <laughs> it seems to have just been done, put out there, and just been like, ah, okay, we'll see what happens with it. Um, it is also the case, because I was telling you about it, I was like, God, the framework was terrible. I'm glad we're going to play it on PC, because it was awful on Switch. And when I was over to see you in Sweden, um, I bought my Switch with me, and originally I thought we'd play it on the Switch. And I was like, it's mm. too bad. And, oh, shit, I already own it on the um, PC. We'll just play it on the PC. Um, and then we got into the menu, and we we had an FPS counter at that point, and it went from 60 FPS, and it just went, oh, no, 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 every yeah. turn of, because the interface is like a turning book, and every time the page turned, it would go like down to 20 FPS, and then crank up again, like, why, why, what, what are they doing with this game? Has it got a Bitcoin miner in it? What's it doing? Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that, and that shipped me up a little bit, but actually the main game was fine on PC. On PC, the main game is actually fine. Now, I don't want to... Because I've not tried it on Xbox or PS4, I don't know if it's any good on those. My gut says it should be, because they're powerful enough. Mm. But then this is not a complex game. The Switch should be able to play this. The Switch does Mario. Full Mario game at 60 (laughs) FPS, solidly. How the hell can they not get this little, almost 2D isometric game to run at more than 20 FPS? bizarre to me very <laughs> odd very odd but it left a sour taste I would not buy this, the uh, Switch version the uh, mm. the PC version is, is where it's at yeah nice so uh, my my only real dislike for this game was the we had a lot of moments when we were running around trying to do everything quick because obviously it's a lot of oh put the thing down grab this thing and the targeting felt a little bit off and dodgy sometimes like you're going to pick up a pan off the shelf and you run up to what you think is just about close enough okay maybe not 100% snap on with the square you mash the button and start to turn around and realise you haven't picked it up you're like oh what the fuck so you go back and try again and sometimes it might happen a couple of times you're like just pick the goddamn thing up uh, and then eventually and then you, you pick, pick up it up. and put it down because you press the yeah. button many times <laughs> so I, I got that frustration not enough for it to be a serious problem but every every couple of levels it happened now and then and it you know, it kind of ruins your run if you're having a really good run and then it happens and it takes 20, uh, like five seconds out of your run. And usually it's fine. I guess that five seconds isn't going to penalise you too much, but it feels like it is because you're on a roll and it ruins your streak. But Do you know what I think the problem with this is? I've been thinking about this a lot since we played it. And that is that the game is fundamentally grid-based. So everything is in little isolated squares. They're even marked as squares, basically. Mm. Um and you can only do things when you're directly face on. But the game lets you move. It's not locked to the grid, so you can move however you want, as you would naturally, and you can orient yourself in all 360 degrees. If they'd made it more like an old-fashioned 2D game, Mm. where it is grid-based, so if you let go of the stick while you're moving between two, you just lock to the next one without carrying on or being stuck to two. And if you press right, then you're suddenly exactly 90 degrees right, then I think it would work fine because there's no, like, the problem is that you can be in the right square, but you could be maybe 70 degrees rotated. 
yeah, and you're not yeah. exactly in front of it, and so things don't work. And I think a lot of problems could be solved by just locking it tightly to that grid and make it a lot faster. Mm. But yeah, that would I'm have been in, that would be interesting to try. Like if you tap the button and you just move to square. Yeah. You could also have really tight movement then. You'd be like, okay, I need to go three across and one up. Tap, 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 tap. You could probably make the game more harder as well. You, you just make it much more difficult because mm. the movement would be much more fast-paced. But Yeah. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> my final dislike uh, is just no online multiplayer. It's it's a great shame because it would really be good. I mean, there's no reason why not. I mean, you know, it, just because it's a fast game. I think something like Cuphead was difficult mm. to do online not I mean you think about things like Call of Duty or Titanfall those are first person shooters where you know every second counts every millisecond um, and they work so you know something like this should be able to without too much latency really um, it's a shame that there's no online so I get that it's expensive you've got to have servers and all the rest of it um, like you said we tried it with Nvidia game stream and it was just it's terrible but that's because it wasn't a supported game and we as you yeah. said tried to hack around it and it just didn't work um, so just avoid uh, if you've not got someone to play couch co-op with it's less good <laughs> so. I think the only chance I think you might have of playing this online is with the PS4 they have a don't quote me on this so don't buy it and then and get upset if it doesn't work but uh, I'm sure they have a version where you can buy the game on one PS4 and then you can stream it to a friend and then they can play as a second controller and because that's something which is PS4 wise I assume this game is supported I could be I definitely know that mode exists whether it works for this game I'm not sure but if that does work for this game I suspect that might work okay because I've I've used the PS4 remote streaming and it's pretty good Uh, I've played it I played one game like this I can't remember what it was now just to try it out and I was like that's good tech I like it so uh, if this is supported on PS4, maybe you can get by playing it online. So. But yeah, cool. it'll be interesting. Especially if it's a 20 FPS, because oh. you know, <laughs> the latency doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to our final comments. So while we didn't play it for players, um, that hence this isn't a like or a dislike, I, I personally think it would be more fun with four players because there'd be a bit more chaos but equally i think maybe a couple of the levels could be a bit too busy with four players because yeah the choke points might get really frustrating so i we don't really know how this how this holds up with four players i guess is is what i wanted to say mostly it's uh i think it would be good but i'm dubious about a couple of levels yeah that's basically i think i think it would go down pretty much the same as cuphead did with one to two player in that in two player it was slightly easier for some of them but in one player it was also much easier because you didn't have the other person get in the way and making it too chaotic and I think that'd be the same here some levels will work better with four some mm. will work better with two um, I mean I one of my comments is just going to be the single player um, the single player is much more slow paced so all of the things take much longer to do so like a chopping task will take 20 seconds instead of eight Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for that is because you move each person individually so you move him get him cutting and then you'll press Y and jump to the other character and then move them over to do something and then walk back so there has to be much longer times and so everything is much slower and it's not quite as frantic it's not 
it's not great really I mean I'm glad it's there because you know for some people they're not going to have a couch co-op friend available all the time and you'll want to get something out of this game and you know it'll be a fairly decent single player game personally I would never play it in single player again it's literally a really tight co-op experience but a pretty poor single player game obviously we don't review single player games here so it's kind of pointless for me to say it but I'm just saying from a from a point of view if you were going to buy it I wouldn't get it just for the single player I think you need the couch co-op side of it it's one of those rare games where the couch co-op is better than the single player yeah I guess where most single player games tack on the multiplayer they kind of not tacked on but they they went Mario plus rabbits (laughs) 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 but in this game it was a primarily co-op game and they made it possible to play in single player yeah they tacked on single player which is fine yeah I guess it's nice if you've bought it anyway and you're playing it in local co-op so Uh, just absolute final comment Uh, this game takes around six to eight hours to finish from start to yeah from start to finish if you're a completionist probably a bit more time to go and hoover up all the stars but yeah just so you know roughly what you're getting for the money so we always finish up by saying if we were played again and whether we'd recommend it what are your thoughts Ben? Uh, I would definitely play it again co-op I would love to I, I would play it right now if we could play it multiplayer and it worked um I, recommending wise again I would recommend it for anyone who has someone to play couch co-op with it'll work especially well if there's four of you I think I, I'd really like to try it with three or four people mm. that'd be good um, the only thing I would say is that I don't recommend it on the Switch just because it only costs a pound more it's not that much more expensive um, but the convenience of having it on a handheld device is mitigated by the fact that it is atrociously <laughs> underperforming. Like, yeah, there's it's horrible to play, um, which is a shame because it's the perfect device for it because you can just pop it up, have a Joy-Con each, and you've already got Couch Co-op ready to go. But it's just so shit um, that <laughs> I can't possibly recommend it. Um, so get it on PC, maybe get it on Xbox, PS4 if you know it works well on there. Uh, but otherwise, no. Yeah, I think my, my opinion is reasonably similar. I would like to play it again. Uh, we didn't quite finish it last time, and I think it would be fun to, to finish it. Uh, I would definitely recommend it if you have someone you know you can play with locally, especially because you only have to buy one copy. I mean, that's actually another pretty good benefit. You can play with two, three, or four players, obviously on the same copy. So it actually works out to be pretty cheap. Um, and if you get, you know... If there's two or three of you and you went in together, you definitely get a good night or two of fun out of this, and I think that's oh, yeah, it's worth it for the price. Uh, and like you say, probably probably a bit more. So yeah, I would recommend it. I I can't say anything about the Switch, but I can definitely recommend it as a PC game uh, if you're going to play it with friends. Like you say, we played a bit of the competitive mode for a little bit, uh, which was oh that was terrible. Yeah, I forgot about which that. was all right. I mean, it was. I think you need four players for that because again you had to switch back and forth but I because I played a bit of that switching mechanic where you control two chefs with one controller oh of course I also yeah. don't think I wouldn't buy it as a single player game um, but it really shines as a card game and I think you should definitely pick it up if you're going to have a friend around and you've got a few hours to burn so yeah cool so thanks so much for listening just a quick reminder we are running a competition so just hit us up on twitter at cthcast and leave us a message before the end of november 
uh, and we'll put everyone who does that into a little raffle for a chance to win a copy of Satellite Rain. Great little strategy game which you can play on your own or with a friend. You can see our previous episodes on our website at www.connectingtohost.co.uk. Some of our previous shows include Mario Plus Rabbids, Kingdom Battle, Cuphead and Elite Dangerous. And if there's any specific games you'd love us to play, then just message us on Twitter and we'll see what we can do. If you like the show, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. And thanks ever so much for listening.